everyone, and welcome to episode 121 of the Yap, the Yes And podcast, the now monthly Yes And podcast, where I digest the last, uh, the, the highlights of a moment of yes uh, that I do three times a week on my Patreon channel. Check me out, uh, Live Yes And on Patreon. I do three videos a week with a, a key idea. I also do a weekly Yes And challenge as well as a weekly Yes And live uh, Zoom call. Uh, all different tiers that are available on Patreon. And then the podcast, the monthly yap, is just kind of taking some highlights, some distilled, uh, hopefully, wisdom from the moment of yes uh, through that time. So a lot to, a lot to uh, go through, but uh, I think some nice key ideas that uh, will be hopefully uh, helpful and relevant to kind of where we are. This is episode 121. I'm calling it the home stretch because we're just weeks away from the election. And no matter who you're voting for, uh, what's important to you, uh, we're all probably feeling the same thing, which is let's just get this election over with and we can move forward with however it goes and, uh, uh, and hopefully make the best of whatever the situation uh, unfolds and make progress. But the lead up to this is just brutal. <laughs> and so there may be some key ideas uh, in the yap today that, that hits on some of this. And because a lot of this is sort of where I am on a day-to-day basis, what's resonating with me, what's hitting me. And I'm sure it's also hitting a lot of you as well. And so um, uh, the election t- tends to kind of dominate a lot of that. On top of that, we have the pandemic and everything else going on in the world. So there's a lot to process. Uh, today's podcast is being sponsored by Oceana Coffee in Jupiter and Tequesta here in Florida. Actually, they're not a sponsor, but I'm plugging them anyway because Jesse and I had an improv show this weekend. Yes, from the Jove Comedy. Jesse and I had a socially distanced, responsible uh, improv show with real people, but we were distanced and we were spaced and they were masked. And uh, I just had a, um, a COVID test. I'm negative. Um, and so uh, we had a live show and our friends at Oceana Coffee actually helped sponsor a portion of the show. So I want to give them love as well here on the, uh, the Yap podcast. All right, let's jump in. Here are some key ideas. I've got six key ideas for you today. And uh, uh, you can always skip ahead. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm going to try to uh, add some production value. I haven't even figured it out yet, but with every idea... Um, I've got to give some slick sound effect. So here we go. Point one. Insert sound effect. Uh, The first idea is, I don't know. I heard this quote years ago. The three most important words that any leader can say is, I don't know. And I love that. And so as someone who is in the performance coaching space, working in the corporate space, working in the sports world, being a coach myself... Uh, and working with people, when we think about leadership, when we think of leaders, we tend to think of the person with all the answers. And what I love about uh, servant leadership um, or just this, this idea of humble leadership, it's this idea of, of, of a leader having the confidence to stand in front of a team or their group or a company and say, hey, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. And I especially think about this in our, our politics right now because... Uh, our leaders don't tend to want to pretend 
that they uh, uh, they don't have. Actually, they pretend they have all the answers, which we all see through immediately as being untrue. But that humility to be able to say, "Yeah, you know, I'm confident in my ability to lead." to say that I don't have all the answers, but guess what? We're going to figure it out together. And I think that's what great leaders do. Great leaders tap into the collective wisdom of the group, right? We're a democracy. We should be tapping into our collective genius. That's what great improvisers do. That's what great coaches do. That's what great parents do. That's what great managers, CEOs, leaders do. They tap into the collective genius instead of always constantly trying to prove to everyone that you're the smartest person in the room. Good luck with that. And so for each of us, can we carry ourselves with more humble confidence, which allows us to seek out the knowledge and seek out the ideas of others who have wisdom to share? And then we yes and it. We, we, we collaborate with it. So I don't know. That's your first idea for today. Idea number two. Disco, anyone? Disco? No. Bell Bottoms? No. Polyester? No. The 70s, yes. Yeah. So when I think of the 70s, I think of disco. I think of the disco ball uh, and the mirror ball, right? The, the mirrored ball with little uh, reflective, like little reflective squares all over it, and they're all aimed in a different direction. So when you take one beam of light and you shine it at the disco ball, it then shoots that light in hundreds if not thousands of different directions. And I love that, and I love that for a different reason. We have the ability to be that mirrored ball. We can be that disco ball. So whatever inspiration that we're taking or we're receiving, we then, how we process it and live it, we then shoot that out in different directions where others get to experience that light. So we receive the light, we shoot it out to others so that they can experience that light. I love that. The other part of that also is I love that we all receive information differently. So if I'm receiving a bit of information and you're receiving it, we're receiving that might be receiving the same information, but we're all processing it differently. So how we process it and then how we express it is going to be different. And that also is that mirror disco ball. So just to take it and shoot it out for others to feel that light and also respecting that the way that people receive information they're going to receive it differently, and that's great. So we get that diversity. We get, All those ideas are shared, and it's magnified, um, and we're going to talk about magnification and amplification later. Teaser. <laughs> so taking that idea and sharing it and spreading it with others. Again, yes-anding it out so others can experience it. Boom. That's idea number two. Idea three. All this bleep, all this S-H-I-T, all this S-H-I-T, which is what a lot of us are feeling, the pandemic, the politics, there's so much social and racial and the injustice and everything that's going on. It just feels like the analogy I love is a friend shared with me. She's like, it's like opening your front door and there's a pile of poo that someone left on your front porch and you're like, what, what, like, where'd this come from? What did I do? I didn't do anything. Why did someone (laughs) leave a pile of manure on my front porch? And so, I mean, you have a choice then you can complain about it and you can say, why me and be a victim or you get your shovel, you scoop it, you take it to the backyard and you put it in the garden, right? 
And then you open the door the next day and someone left a note. You're like, what in the heck is going on? Why is this happening to me? You sh- and then you shovel it and you take it to the garden. And this might just, you might go weeks, days, months. Maybe you're in a period of your life that's years where it feels like every time you open that door, there's a pile of poo waiting for you. But what happens if you don't address the poo? It keeps piling up and piling up and piling up. And now the smell, it's rancid. You cannot avoid it. You cannot get around it. It is so uh, uh, permeating your life. You have to shovel it. Whether you deserve it or not, you have to shovel it. So you take it back to the garden. And this is what I love about the analogy is what is happening to your garden? (laughs) Your garden is flourishing because of all this free manure. You are taking all of this unfair, unjust, all this crap that's being left on your porch and you are growing something beautiful. You're growing something productive. You're growing something powerful. And that's what we do when we shovel the crap. We might not deserve it. We don't know where it came from, but by handling it, by saying yes and to it, we process it, we, we move through it and turn it into something productive. But if we refuse to handle it, nothing is going to happen except it's going to make our life that much more miserable. So we need to shovel the poo. We need to address the crap as it happens. And again, we're <laughs> it's like... You know, you look at all the big stuff that's going on and then like I went through like a three-day, four-day period where um, Shepard had to have some teeth work done with no insurance and it's like, boom, $600. Well, I don't know where that's coming from. And then two days later, actually a day later, the car breaks down. We're looking at hundreds of dollars for repair. A couple days later, we've got some home repair work that needs to be done. And it's like, serious? Like I open the door again and it's there? And then you, which trans, which now takes us into point number four. Boom. What do you grab? What do you grab when things feel uncertain? What do you grab when you get punched or kicked in the gut? Where do you go to? What is your foundation? What is your rock that you go to when things feel uncertain? And we all need to have it. What is your spirituality? What is your, your inspiration? What are the things that you turn to when things feel uncertain? Because we all need to have a foundation that, that provides us with structure and safety when things feel uncertain. You know, I'm blessed right now to get to work with the U.S. men's national soccer team and, 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 and helping to reinforce the culture which has been created amongst this team. And we have three anchors, three anchors that we are building everything upon for that national team, these three anchors. And so we talk about the anchors, we reinforce the anchors, we build structure and clarity and messaging around these anchors because it reinforces who we are and what we're about. I'm big on purpose, right? Who we are and what we're about. So when things are uncertain, when we don't know our way forward, when we don't, when we can't read our compass, our anchors, We go back to our anchors, we go back to our routines, we go back to the things that we know take care of us, and that's what gets us through the storm. Point number five, 
This is all improv right here. Make someone look good, right? Every time I step on stage, how do I make my partner look like a genius? Every time my partner steps on stage, how am I going to make my partner look like a genius? So again, this past weekend, Jesse and I got to perform on stage. Um, Frank, we miss you. We got to perform on stage. And again, it's just we are so locked in on one another where no matter what he does, I'm trying to build off of it and make him look good. And no matter what I do, he's trying to build off of it and make me look good. That is what improv is all about. And as a performance coach and as a corporate consultant and as a leadership coach, that is what I, that's what I try to share with teams and with leaders and with players and with like just if you went about your day trying to make other people look good, it is going to be such an awesome day. And you are going to create awesome environments and cultures and, uh, that, where you work because you're creating relationships. You're creating relationships built on trust, respect, and value. And who doesn't want to work with someone who's constantly trying to collaborate with them, champion them, and make them look good? And when you then start to snowball that impact to the team, to the organization, in your marriage, in your parenting... Man, it starts to get reciprocated because when you make someone look good, that person wants to make you look good because we're humans and that's what we do. But also, if you are constantly knocking people down and poking holes in other people's ideas and, and trying to sabotage, guess what is going to happen to you? That is, that is human nature. And so, and it just, man, does it feel so much better to constantly be in a mindset of trying to make each other's look good. So there you have it. Key idea five for today, go out there and make, make someone look good today. Yes, make them look like a genius. And the last idea, idea number six, is just a, an amalgamation, a potpourri, a porridge, a stew, if you will, of a bunch of ideas um, from be kind to yourself to carrying heaviness to amplify, amplify, to amplify the 20%. To feel the mist. And again, I started off, you know, this podcast talking about there's a heaviness, there's a, that, that we're feeling with everything going on. And, and in this heaviness, we carry it. And if we're not careful, we will just keep carrying it with us. And we have to find ways to put down the weight. We've got to find ways to take off the backpack of heaviness. And we have to be kind to ourselves, first and foremost. We have to establish routines and habits where we are kind to ourselves, where we take care of ourselves, where we self-care. And whatever that is for you, whatever works for you, you need to build that time in because if you are not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of the responsibilities that you have, you can't take care of the people in your life, the people who depend on you, the people who you love, if you're not taking that care for yourself. So we've got to find ways to set that heaviness down. Even if you're going to pick it back up, we need to be able to set it down so that we can take care of ourselves. And this idea of amplifying the 20%, right? Trevor Moad in his book, It Takes What It Takes, talks about 80% of our thoughts are negative. Sit on that for a second. That Talk about heaviness. 80% of our thoughts are, are negative. 95% of those are repetitive. So let's look at that 80% for a second. If we focus on the 80% of our thoughts, that's going to be some serious heaviness. So let's, if we can't change that, let's at least amplify the 20%. And by amplifying it, I mean, let's, let's just, let's focus on the 20%. If 80% of our thoughts are negative garbage, let's amplify the 20% and give our energy and give our attention and give our time to the 20% because we know 
Where our attention goes is what grows. Where our attention goes is what grows. So let's amplify that 20%. It's going to make us feel better. We're going to perform better. Uh, we're going to treat others better. And, and we're just going to show up and be more effective, more impactful, um, more positive, and more powerful. And the last idea off of this is it's a mist. Right now I'm sitting recording this podcast. There's a downpour. Right, we can see the downpour. I can tell that it's raining, but down here, a lot of times in South Florida, like there's 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 a mist in the air. You can't see it. You can kind of feel it, but there's a mist in the air. And we've all like when you put that uh, the hose, uh, the sprayer, uh, the nozzle, you put it on mist, where you can barely see it, but you can feel it just enough, and it's refreshing. Most of our growth and improvement really happens like a mist not like a fire hose. And we go day to day, we build habits, we build routines, we work on our beliefs, we work on becoming better, and it's really a mist because we can't always see it, we can't always feel it, but we, we trust that our evolution and our growth, it's happening sometimes at a mist level, rarely at a fire hose level, but that mist is there. And as we just work on becoming a little bit better every day, a little more aware, a little more intentional, a little more conscious of our thoughts, um, a little more uh, uh, proactive in our responses, and building in habits and routines that we know are taking care of us, we are getting better, we're getting healthier, we're going to show up and be more impactful. And it's going to be more like a mist than it is um, these huge Uh, changes in our life. And so I encourage you to embrace the mist, recognize the mist, and give yourself the credit for making those micro changes and and, and take a step back and journal and reflect where you can actually notice some of these awesome changes that are taking place in your life. Feel the mist. And there you have it, everybody. Those are the key ideas from the last month from the Moment of Yes videos. If you want to get them three times a week in video form so you can see this so handsome face delivering it to you. Sorry about that. Uh, Go to my Patreon, Live Yes And on Patreon. Uh, You'll get those videos three times a week, which for me, it's a great Kickstarter for me to have to come up with a message for the day. And hopefully it's a great message for you to take into your day. So there you have it. There is your monthly Yap Yes Am podcast month in review, and um, it's the home stretch. Next time you hear from me, it'll be after the election, and uh, there'll be a lot to process and a lot to uh, think about as we move forward. So there you have it, episode one twenty one, the home stretch. Go check me out on Patreon, Live Yes And. That's it. Love you, Juju.